Hey. Hi, Edda. Hi. I'm so sorry about this. I was having some, I was having some problems like logging into my other account and Skype didn't wanna like. It was like, oh yeah, you're you're logging in with a new device. So I'm like, what? I'm currently in Reykjavik, Iceland. So that's my hometown here in Iceland. Um, and I came here. I think it was just uh, a few days after the Malulaba World Cup. So uh, I don't have my own place, but I moved my parents back home to my parents. Uh, I'm really lucky that you know they uh, they took me in with open arms. <laughs> so, and it's just it's it's so it's so weird, you know. It's just like, hey mom, hey dad, you know, I'm back, I'm back home, you know. Um, and I mean, for also like for I think like six weeks or so, you know. Like, for example, like my mom's workplace was closed down. So, you know, everyone was at home. My siblings were also at home. So it was like a lot of, you know, navigating through, you know, being with a lot of people at home on the same time, at the same time. But um, it's also, it's been a unique opportunity, especially maybe for us that are, you know, like traveling and racing all the time, living that uh, lifestyle to just spend more time with the people you care about um and the people you love and and that's been like um uh, a gift i would i don't know like a gift or just a very yeah something that i'm i'm really thankful for because you know um i don't get to do that so often my my grandfather he got diagnosed with covid um with the virus um so it was also like just realizing that like at this time i just needed to get home and be with my family um yeah but it's been really difficult to like adjust you know high performance with you know this situation so yeah yeah sure oh sorry to hear about your grandfather yeah it's all right i mean he's he's good now but okay i mean it it was just like uh you know it's just you get like a reality check like wow you know Mm. this is this is serious like this affects you know everyone some days are definitely harder than others, you know, just coming to terms with like all the races getting canceled, you know, of course, or postponed, the Olympics postponed. Um, that's a very difficult thing to navigate because it's something that, you know, is so like out of your control, which is some, sometimes difficult. Um, but I feel like, yeah just try to try to just do the best I can every day um and be thankful for maybe the opportunities that I do have you know as well as obviously being able to spend time with your family you know a rare chance to do that what have been the other positives that you've that you've found come out of it um yeah maybe yeah definitely like in the beginning you know it was like frustrating you know to just like accept that okay I can't do everything as I usually have been able to do but um now that you know when when you know a few weeks passed it was like okay you know I can do something like something different so I really tried to maybe I I focused on like the small things so just try to build like really good habits you know in the mornings like some routines you know with both like food and stretching um, and just like recovery. Uh, so that's been something that I've really tried to use this time to build up. Um, and I and I hope then, you know, in the future that I can try to like integrate that into my normal, um, you know, training, training routine. So that's been really special. Um, and also 
um, I haven't really, because since I started triathlon, you know, I, I moved abroad to be able to train um, with people, um, you know, on like this, you know, this elite level. Um, but since coming back home, uh, I've been able to train like with some of my, you know, Icelandic like friends um, because we're allowed to train in smaller groups with like social distancing. Uh, and that's been really special uh, in the in the in the last few weeks to, yeah, spend uh, time with you know, uh, people that I was spending a lot of time with you know before I started triathlon and, and like getting to know them you know again that's been really nice. To be able to have time out where you can really think about just yourself and focus on one aspect must be quite useful, right? It was actually quite enjoyable to just like really focus on yourself. Although I really love the social aspect, um, it was it was a really it was it was a different you know focus that you had to like bring into the training. And it also showed me that like although I can't race and although I can't train with my friends and although like it's not that you know I I can't do these things, I still want to train. Like, and that was something that I was really happy with. Like that the motivation didn't fade as I thought it, it, it might um, because I love training so much and it brings me a lot of joy. So that's, you know, that was really, really fun uh, to, to realize like, okay, you know, I can really self-motivate and, and, you know, and this is definitely what I want. And it definitely like this situation has definitely like showed me how much I want to be on this path um, and continue, you know, forward it just shows like, wow, this is just so, I just love this so much, like going out, you know, and riding your bike and just being in nature, like, and just pushing yourself, although, you know, you can't do it with someone else, like, it's just the best, and I love it so much, so, yeah, that's been really like, okay, you know, this is, this is me, and, you know, I, I, I love this, and I'm so lucky to be able you know, to to pursue to pursue this, you know, as a as a career, that's just something so special. But you still had, did you say, like a, about six weeks out of the pool, a month, a month or five or six weeks? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. How so... <laughs> how was that? Because that presumably hasn't happened for quite a long time. Oh yeah, especially like me coming, you know, from a swimming back <laughs> background. Yeah. Like it was like, oh wow, this will be really really weird time. Um, and I was like, I went, I would say like, I went through like a few stages. Like one stage was like trying okay. to figure out like, oh, could I maybe swim in open water? But obviously like we're here in Iceland and it's like the water temperature is like four degree, five degrees Celsius. So like, it's not <laughs> possible at all. And that was like my first day. It's like, okay, you know, maybe open water. Okay. No, that definitely won't work. And then it was like, okay uh like frustration and then I was like oh you know this is so like frustrating like I'm going to try to do a lot of like band work to try to you know maintain my strength and then after that like stage I went to like okay like I'm just going to accept that like I will definitely lose some strength like this is just a situation like I just have to like accept things as they are like focus more on my my run and my and my bike <laughs> and then I went to like you know I just have to try to figure out some solution like I'm not going to give up and and that was when I went to uh I went to Costco and I bought like a really really cheap just like blown up like kid pool 
um, and I convinced my parents that we, we that this would be a really good idea for me to like maintain some some strength, you know, when I was not able to to swim. So we set up uh, a, like a children's pool, uh, like a blown up children's pool in my parents' garage. And um, I bought some bands and yeah, put water in it, and I was able to like you know swim on the, <laughs> swim on the spot. Um, and I was like, when you know when we set this up, I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to like be you know so motivated. Like every day, I'll just do like 30 minutes of some swimming just to maintain my strength. And like as the weeks passed, it was like, okay, maybe I'll do it three times a week or two times a week because it's definitely not the same. Yeah, you know, as, as swimming like normal, but yeah, and then it was like, okay, now there's only like one week until the pool's open. So yeah, it was. It's been just like, uh, it was definitely something that I like had to go through and work through. But you know, um, now I'm back in the pool and it just feels amazing. But yeah, I think I I also learned a lot from that. Just like, okay, you know, just going through these these stages and like figuring out something that will work for me. Um, and not giving up that was uh, that was a really good lesson <laughs> yeah but at the same time you know let's not force this there's mo- there's good motivation and then there's like super levels of motivation which would be getting into a, ki- <laughs> a cold kids pool in a garage every day and exactly so like i said like in the in the first week i was like super motivated like this is awesome you know I'll just put on my wetsuit and like you know just trying to make this really fun and then you know the week after that it was like okay this is not maybe so great like it's really hard to like motivate myself and then i i went to like you know two three times a week and then it was just like okay maybe this was not the best idea but at least i tried so yeah yeah it's just been it's been an adventure for example like we have you know we get information from you know the the government here in iceland then for example like they recommend at least that we don't start traveling until like preferably maybe not until after the summer um just you know for safety measures and so on uh, but obviously like one like one day we will have to you know start traveling again and and you know uh, things will hopefully be able to get back to normal but it's and that's the thing like we don't really know i mean um uh, it's exciting that you know we have now some races on the schedule but it's still like it it's so unknown with just the situation and how everything will like you know develop like will the virus you know maybe you know go away or will it like you know will there come a second wave um yeah there's there's so much unknown and i think like now i just try to listen to you know what the the health officials in Iceland and, and the government like advises and then you know try to go from there yeah and uh you know whether it's a European cup or a world cup or whatever that that first time back on a start line is going to feel quite magical right <laughs> yeah it's it's just yeah it will definitely be and also just probably a little bit like weird like wow you know this is like strange because should you be standing so close to me yeah exactly like hey you know should we have like two meters between and yeah it will just be really interesting and that's the thing you know of course like we have you know they're they have put out some dates now um with some races but it's still like it's definitely still it's not confirmed yet you know because we will have to see as time passes with you know how countries will open up and and how how everything you know 
if if we'll have to if they will have to change you know regulations in terms of races and yeah there's so many new things um and we just have to give it time i think um that's the only only thing that will work is just time um yeah, yeah. Finished last year with the race in Africa, started this year with the race in Africa, and then Malulaba went pretty well. Like, were you feeling in, in good condition and like ready to launch into this season, or were you sort of doing a slow build up? How were you? How was your form? Yeah, I was actually really happy with my form and just um, just happy with the feeling. I mean, I, I changed coaches in the end of last year, so this was a really exciting year for me. Like you know, a new training plan, a new new coach, a new training group. So everything was really exciting. And I was super, super excited to, you know, be able to race this season. Um, but obviously we, ha- we had to uh, put things on, on hold. And, um, but it doesn't change that. I, I hope, like, I will still be really excited when the time comes, you know, to be able to race again. Um, and hopefully as ready as, as one can be uh, in this situation. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, the Boulder thing that was that was a whole new. This was a whole new thing, was it? Um, yes. Yeah. It who was. else so is I, who else is in that group and so on? Um, yeah. So I started working with uh, Ian O'Brien in the end of last year. Um, we have, for example, Victoria Lopez, uh, the Brazilian, mm-hmm. um, Matt McElroy, Eli Hemming, um, uh, really good up and coming uh, American girl Amy Sloan. And a few others. Um, so it, it's it was a really really good group and just yeah getting to know people. Everyone super motivated, um, and I felt like we were super fit coming into the the first you know races. Both um, what was supposed to be Abu Dhabi, obviously, and Malulaba and Sarasota. Um, yeah, but we have to uh, have to wait a little bit longer to be able to showcase the work we did. You were supposed to be going where after after Boulder? How long were you going to be in Boulder? And then were you going to Sarasota or? Yeah, so the plan originally was to 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 go to Boulder after Malulaba and stay until like over the summer. Um, so that would so be we your were, base. So yeah, we were supposed to be based there um, and have like yeah our like camp set up uh, there in Boulder, Colorado. Um, and then the plan was obviously, yeah, to do Sarasota, and I was also going to do, uh, if it was Brasilia World Cup, um, and then Valencia World Cup, um, and hopefully Bermuda. Um, but obviously, all of these races have been either you know cancelled or postponed. Mm. Um, and as as of now, you know, I don't really know when I will be able to like you know, get back to Boulder because obviously my coach is there and like my training group. Um, yeah, so I don't know yet, but just trying to take, you know, one day at a time and be patient and keep on training. Um, You've all been keeping in touch. Have you throughout this as well, like WhatsApp or Zoom or doing some kind of little sessions together or? Oh, yeah. So we have done some uh, swift uh, workouts together. Um yeah, definitely. Like when the the quarantine was like uh, at its at its peak, um, then we then we were doing um, yeah more of like yeah swift sessions together and so on, uh, and then just keeping in touch, you know, through WhatsApp, just see how everything is, how everyone is you know doing. Um, yeah, but 
as we've been able to move a little bit more outside, people are, you know, enjoying that opportunity. Um, But hopefully we'll all be able to come together soonish and and train properly together. And in the meantime, just is there anything that is sort of keeping you coming back to every night, like whether it's a... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like like a quarantine project. Yeah. Yes, so I have been knitting. <laughs> I'm also wow. like all the women. So I've been knitting. I've been knitting a sweater and that's been so fun. Just doing something completely different. Like and I'm just sitting there, you know, in the sofa or the bed and just knitting the sweater and it's just it's special, you know, to be able to make something with your hands and like, you know, that's that's been really, really cool. So now I just I just have to finish it now. I only have one sleeve left. <laughs> And then it will be ready. So it's really exciting. <laughs> Hopefully, like I'll be able to continue the knitting, the knitting project when I start uh, training and racing properly again. <laughs> you can be like crazy knitting girl on the on the yes! planes and in the buses and stuff, and everyone will be like, you can do orders for people, some cycling socks. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's it's actually it's been so jo- enjoyable. Like you can just sit there, either like just listen to. I don't know, like a podcast or some audio book or just sit there and just relax and you like, you know, you're knitting, you're using your hands and your brain a little bit because, you know, you have to count like, or, you know, if you're, if you're making some patterns or something. So yeah, that's been just something different, like a different stimulus. And yeah. I've really, really liked that. Well, I think that's the, uh, the commercial for our new podcast right there. Yeah, you, everyone come knitting on the sofa knitting and uh, yeah, and listen to the podcast. To the podcast. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, thanks for your time, Edda. That's been brilliant. Of course. Really nice to talk to you. Um, see you soon. Bye. Bye.